Genesis chapter 1, verses 1 through 3. And I entitled this beginning of the message called the, impact, the Impacting Church. A church that makes an impact in the community for Christ. And uh, I, I like what it says, Paul, Silvanius, and Tim, Timotheus, unto the church of Thessalonica, or the Thessalonians, which is, I like this, which is in God the Father and in the Lord Jesus Christ. I love that. And then he says, grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. And then he says, we give thanks. We give thanks to God always for you, and I like this, all, making mention of you in our prayers. And then verse 3 is, the, is where I want to really capture in these next few moments. Remembering without ceasing your work of faith and labor of love and patience of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ, in the sight of God and our Father. Notice what Paul says, three things, remembering without ceasing. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your goodness. We thank you for this church. We thank you for the ministry that you have given to us. And Father, I pray that may we just continue to always lay a foundation for our ministry and for this wonderful church family. I thank you for their love for you, for our love together as a family of God. We'll pray that you would grow us in grace. And Father, we'll be sure to give you the praise and the glory for what you're going to do today. In Jesus' name, and all God's people said, amen. The, the, the church of Thessalonica was a Gentile church. It was a church that the Apostle Paul had established. Uh, he led conference to the Lord, and, and the, there you find the word church is ecclesia, called out ones brought into a body of Christ. And these basic group of believers... Uh, formed this church, and it grew tremendously, and, and God blessed it. And every time the Apostle Paul thought about the church of Thess Thessalonica, he, he says, I remember you without ceasing. In other words, this church made a powerful impact on the mind and the heart of the Apostle Paul. And he remembered them for three things. And that's what I want to share with you this morning very briefly. Number one, he says, I want, to rem I want you to remember the work of faith. He says, there's one thing I think about you as a church, and that is your work of faith. In other words, when you work, you have faith to know that your work is not in vain. You, you also, uh, Paul's saying, I noticed that you have a genuine nature about your faith. Uh, they worked in faith believing that their work would not be in vain, that it was used of God to build and strengthen the kingdom of God. It is a faith that was eternal. In other words, the work that you do in this life that we live will follow us into eternity, into eternity, and God will not only bless us for the eternal work, but he will also bless us for the reward of our faithful service. And then the our faith is, is worked through the strong belief that it is effective. No matter what you do for the kingdom of God, if you even give a cup of cold water in the name of Jesus, it will not go unrewarded. God will bless you. Everything that you do, 
Everything you do, whether you teach Sunday school, whether you work the nursery or you work the coffee bar or the welcome committee or, or, or account offerings or, or whatever you do, singing in the praise team or playing in the praise band or whatever you do, the Bible says your work is counted worthy and it shall follow you through eternity. So Paul, when he thought about this church, he said, you guys are a working church, but you work in faith. You know you have a cause, and you know that God is watching over your work, and God is using what you use and what you do for him in eternal glory. And then he said the second thing. He says, when I think of this church, I not only think of their work of faith, but I think of their labor of love. He thought about this church, and they were not just busy people, but they were a church filled with the love of God. In other words, everything they did was saturated in a tremendous love for God. In fact, the greatest commandment we have as believers is to love the Lord thy God with all of our hearts, with all of our souls. He's number one. Amen. Do you believe that today? He's number one. We, we love the Lord. And if we have the love of the Lord in us, that love overflows from our heart into the lives of other people. So the Apostle Paul thought about their work of faith. Then he thought about their labor of love. Paul wrote to the, to the church of Corinth, and he says, if you do something, but if you don't do it in love, the Bible says you're a a tingling cymbal. You are making a loud noise. You're, you're making a clanging noise, but it's not having the plan and the purpose of God. Whatever we do, we need to labor in love. We love God. We love the saints of God. And then the third thing he says, not only do I remember your work of faith, not only do I remember your, your labor of love, but thirdly, I remember your patience of hope. You're a patient church. And you stand in the storms. You stand in the difficult times. You stand in times of conflict. You stand during times of testing. You stand during times of adversity. In fact, during adversity, God tells us in the Word that when adversity comes, it reveals what we're made of. And he said in a prayer in the Old Testament that when adversity comes, I pray that your faith would not be small. But yet we would be great. We, were, we, are, we are able to, to withstand the storms that come our way. Patience during times of failure. Patience during times of spiritual warfare. Satan is always coming against the church. And the storms of life beat against the walls of the old ship of Zion. The storms of life. And Paul looked at this church and said, this is a towering church because they have patience of hope. Hope knowing that Jesus Christ is always the captain of our ship, knowing that Jesus Christ is the captain of our souls. We thank the Lord for that. As I think about this church, I think about Crossroads. I think what three beautiful virtues that, that, that the people would look at this church and think, boy, that church is impacting my life because that is a church that has a work of faith. There's a bunch of busy people there, but they have a faith about themselves. They know that they have a cause and a purpose that's eternal. It's a working church where volunteers jump in and say, hey, we're just going to carry up underneath the burden of the Lord. We want God's work to go forward. And it's a work of a labor of love. We work hard. Paul said we work beyond the point of exhaustion. 
It's a labor of love. We labor together because we love the Lord and we love the saints of God. And thirdly, we would always be an impacting church when we are a patient church. Boy, you take away hope, you take away our breath. Amen? Let me ask you a question this morning. Do you have hope in Jesus Christ? Are you hoping in it? Hey, give the Lord a hand. Do you have hope in him this morning? Hope. Hope in him that he can help us and strengthen us. Our church at Crossroads, we've down through the years. In fact, this is, this is my 19th year pastoring at Crossroads. And I'm think, I thought to myself the other day, this is wonderful. I mean, it's great. And I'm praying God give me another 20 years. Amen? Amen. Amen. I'm looking forward to another 20, maybe 30. Now, the, the only way that I wouldn't want to be here for 20 years, and that is the rapture happened. I'm ready. I don't want to be here then. And God forbid anybody at Crossroads is left in the chairs after the rapture. We want to all be ready. Amen? That's an indictment on me. If you leave this church or, or, or you stay after the rapture that you don't know Christ as Savior. The most important thing is that you've invited him into your heart and accept Christ as your Savior. That is the most needful thing. I, I'm excited about the future of our church. I'm excited about, I, I've never been more charged. I've never enjoyed preaching more than I've enjoyed it now. I, I've I look forward to many, many wonderful years serving as your pastor, and I, I'm, I'm excited about that. But I, I, I want us to have a, a firm foundation in our areas of finances. You know, we just finished talking about uh, first fruits, and, and as you know, we, we've got a substantial mortgage, and it's been my prayer that, that, uh, that one day that we'll be free from a mortgage. Wouldn't it be great to have a mortgage burning day, just to burn the mortgage and be done with it? And uh, amen, amen. That's my prayer. And uh, we, you know, I'm not a financial wizard, never planned to be or never try to be. But I, I thank the Lord for the people that God brings into my life and brings into our church family. And I must say here, this man who is going to speak to you next and share some wonderful news with you, a man that, that I have grown to love and I respect. I know him personally very, very well. I respect him tremendously. I love this man. He is an asset to the body of Christ. He's a soft-spoken man. He's a man of great character. He's a man of great dignity. Uh, he's, a, he's a great business.